Hi guys. Hey. Hi. So excited. We're back. Welcome to this episode of Let's Get Coffee with your hosts Lou Jane and Shreya. Yay! I'm so excited. I feel like revitalized. I feel like I'm excited about the podcast. Like me too. Me too. Yeah. It, no, honestly, it's felt like I don't know. I feel ready to go again. Do you know what I mean? Like I know we've been putting out episodes, obviously, like every week, mm-hmm. but it just I don't know. Something's happened, guys. There's been a shift. Yeah, I think sometimes, like at the start of a podcast episode, I feel pensive. Like I feel thoughtful. I feel like ready to, you know, really think about things. But today, I just feel excited. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, let's chat. Yeah. Let's fun. And honestly, when we feel excited, that's when we get our best episodes out because we're just like. Mm-hmm we're just ready to go and we're like buzzing with thoughts but mm-hmm. that's really yeah. fun quick yeah. how are you feeling i'm good i'm good mm-hmm. it's gotten so cold recently it's so cold in please talk about that it's so cold everyone mm-hmm. just like to say england is getting chilly now layering um, era just coming uh-huh mm-hmm. uh-huh uh-huh. Because scarf era is coming i've been seeing mm-hmm. those like really cute like big scarves yeah, you know what I'm talking about over like a really simple, like kind of dressed down outfit. Oh yeah, and I really, really want to try it out because I have this like white scarf with like I don't know, it just looks cool. It looks like a Burberry kind of scarf, um, and I'm really excited to wear it. Yeah, I've been drinking a lot of Starbucks recently, Starbucks, and I'm <laughs> loving it. And the leaves, everything is beautiful. And I need a new scarf, like a big, nice winter scarf that I can just like wrap up in. I love it. I love this season. So. Yes, me too. Me and Luj, we go all, together or separately. We go and get like Starbucks <laughs> every single day. And I, n- I never thought I was this kind of gal, but <laughs> bear in mind, I don't even get coffee. I just get that hot chocolate every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every day. Hot take is like, I have to drink cold drinks all year round. Like I like warm drinks, but I just feel like I've burnt my tongue on hot chocolate like one too many times for me to trek all the way to Starbucks to get one. You know what I mean? Like it just feels like I'm punishing myself. So I, I do have to stick with the cold drinks all year round. I have to get like the, you know, when you get a hot drink, you have to have like a cardboard little oh, yeah, thing to hold the it. Little, like, thing. I have to mm-hmm. take one because it's too cold to hold a cold drink outside. Um, but I make it work. I <laughs> literally, I hate cold drinks. Unless... Unless, okay, in my mind, there are drinks that are supposed to be cold, you know, like um, Fanta, Sprite, that kind of thing. Soft drinks are supposed to be cold. But for me, coffee, tea, hot chocolate, well, obviously hot chocolate, but like, (laughs) do you know what I mean? Like coffee, tea and stuff have to be hot. Because like, fair enough, I disagree. Yeah, but I just really associate like coffee and tea with warmth. Mm -hmm. Like when people are like, oh, do you want a hot cup of tea? Or cup of coffee yeah, like, like, it's, I'm comforting. Just... it's comforting I get yeah it. and like and also we know about my ice issue so yeah Shreya likes to tromp on ice <laughs> um, anyway <laughs> like we'll be at a restaurant and she'll just be like guys can you ice I just literally yeah. and like we've already established do not have an iron deficiency I just really <laughs> like the ice <laughs> really bizarre i'm happy that simple things give you joy Um, it's so weird isn't it when i get in my happy moods actually i'm like i feel like i'm happy most of the time but yeah i just get kind of like sometimes i just get so jazzed Mm -hmm. and i just like i look overjoyed no i love it though it's a fun feeling especially it's a fun feeling it's when you're like super excited around your friends and they like 
reciprocate that energy because I feel like we have that kind of friend group and it's just mm-hmm. so funny. Oh, yeah. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, it's been five minutes. Should we get into the topic? <laughs> Let's. Let's. Okay. So this is a topic that I was thinking about last week and I suggested to Shreya. Mm-hmm. It was a little ambiguous. Like we were kind of, we had to kind of discuss what it meant. But I want to talk about femininity and um i think anna chamberlain did a similar episode i think it was called like the feminine mold or something and i felt like that was a really good title for it but i was thinking about like the idea of femininity and obviously like i feel like the topics of gender have been like so like there's so much discourse about them on the internet right now like it's a quite a hot topic but i also want to talk about it from like our perspectives as girls so this isn't going to be like a nuanced political discussion about the nature of gender. This is literally just our experience as girls and like how it's impacted us. Because I feel yeah. like it's important sometimes like you don't have to be super intellectual about things. Sometimes you can just talk about your experiences. I think that's, I love that about our podcast though. Like not to toot my own horn, <laughs> but I just love that it's more of a natural thing. Obviously we love doing the episodes where we're getting a bit more, you know, deep, getting yeah. our fun lingo out but this is nice too because we're kind of breaking down a more intense topic into yeah and no more lay terms I feel like oh I agree um but like what I was thinking about was femininity especially in terms of the nice girl I'm sure you've heard this phrase it's like you know like the trope the archetype of the nice girl character the girl next door she's pleasant and everyone likes when she's kind and hardworking, and she doesn't do anything to upset anyone she's just perfect but in the most average way if that makes sense like she just fits a cookie cutter mold and um I feel like this leads into like being basic which I think we also need to address in this topic but anyway before we get there I was thinking about the nice girl and how it's impacted my life this trope um how, how that's kind of impacted my life and how it's so deeply rooted in misogyny and like just like rejection of women trying to be different or trying to be themselves or trying to break through the mold um so for me I feel like the nice girl thing never impacted me until maybe like a couple of years ago um I'm 16 now so I was probably like 14 15 when I kind of felt it but I felt this weird need to become really polite and really sweet and really always like just this very very like stereotypical nice girl and I think naturally, like, I'm polite, you know, like, I feel like I was raised to be polite, but I'm not. How do I say this? I think Shay knows what I mean. I'm not, you're not overly polite. Like, with people I'm comfortable around, I'm polite, but not in, like, a forced way. Like, I'm Not just... in a people-pleaser way. Right. And I've never yeah. felt inclined towards people-pleasing. People but I think I witnessed so many people around me being um, impacted by the nice girl effect that I felt the need to kind of succumb to that. Um but I feel like it's really impacted my life in a way I hadn't recognized because I didn't really realize that it was so rooted in misogyny and like the nice girl effect. Um, but that was my experience with it as I felt kind of pressured to be this like really nice, doesn't make any waves type of person. And that's not who I am naturally. Like I don't mind getting a reaction out of people. I'm, you know, like I'm polite, but not in like a really like people pleasing way. And it's just not really in my nature to be that way. But I felt kind of forced into it. And now I've, I've definitely like worked through it. And I'm, you know, like pushing away any people pleasing like habits I might have and stuff. But yeah, I kind of wanted to bring that up. Shaya, how do you feel? <laughs> I, I can think... see you thinking quite deeply. So I'm just yeah. kind of... 
I love no because I love when we do podcasts when basically most of the time what happens is Luz like comes up with a topic something that she's seen or is interested in and she introduces it to me for the first time when we start recording like I know the topic and the area and things like that but I don't know exactly what's going to be said and so it's just really nice for me to hear it for the first time and then think about like my original original like fresh yeah. thought basically I'm really adamant about this I'm like no we're not talking about this off camera like as soon as we st- I'll tell you when we record but I'm not telling you now because I want to be like- yeah no because if it's all talked out the, the points that we're giving are just not really rehearsed they're too rehearsed exactly so. it's like a script and that's not what we're about here guys exactly. we're not having- real um, um exactly. but yeah <laughs> tell, tell me your thoughts go ahead I know the first time the first the first time the first thing that came to mind when you said nice girl was quote unquote being quote unquote being problematic because I think that this is something that's largely associated with being a nice girl like you said the idea of just being polite and being really almost dis dis so disinterested to the fact that you've just zoned out Mm. you know what I mean like you you're zoned out you just kind of agree with everything you're just very placid and Mm -hmm. calm and it's almost like with for me I associate nice girl with I don't know I don't know if this is too harsh to say but almost weak fake fake yeah Mm -hmm. fake kind of fake Mm -hmm. right fake actually works better because fake is the idea that you have those thoughts but you're not outwardly expressing expressing them because of fear of being rejected like you said or fear of being put down or disagreed with right Mm -hmm. but then to me it kind of it doesn't I'm not gonna say weak because I do this all the time mm-hmm. I'm always like just because I don't want to upset anyone in that situation or sometimes when I'm like I can't be bothered for this right now yeah I can't be bothered to have an argument I don't have the energy to have an argument just you be the way that you are and I'll be the way that I am and so then I put on this like nice girl act and I'm just like okay fine just yeah it's fine I just accept it and I move on and I think it's sometimes it's it is a bit of a sign of weakness for me personally I'm not saying for other people I'm saying for me I just I like to express my thoughts but unlike you I am afraid to get a reaction out of people because I don't want to attract attention and I don't want to be proved wrong I have this fear of being proved wrong I don't like the idea of people kind of ganging up on me and then proving me wrong and then saying like oh my god you're completely wrong and then I will just accept it if more than one person has an opinion (laughs) against me I will just I will almost accept it and move on because I just don't want to have the argument sometimes Mm -hmm. but then I think this nice girl act just doesn't work out when it comes to topics that I'm passionate about Mm -hmm. and when it's things that I feel so incredibly strongly about the nice girl act kind of comes in when I don't care and when it's something that I don't want to put energy into and I just accept it and I move on but then when it's something that I feel so strongly about I'm just like okay let's have it out right now because I just don't care I want to get my point across and I don't care so I don't know I don't know how I feel about it and I think that's I think my answer because I think I do it sometimes I'm sure I think we're all kind of like guilty of it so to speak um and I think it's interesting that like all girls pretty much have this nice girl persona in the back of their wardrobe ready to go in the back of their closet in case they need it you know it's kind of like a suit that you put on you step into the nice girl for like to say hi to someone's parents to do this thing to do that thing and then you step back out into the real world as yourself and it is definitely this fear of expression and this fear of like being perceived and 
I think it's like kind of I just think it's limiting because like I was never scared to get a reaction out of people but I definitely think this fear of not being the nice girl kind of made me fear that a little bit like because I think in in my head like I've always had a very distinct line between debate and argument which is why I'm not scared to get a reaction because I enjoy debating as an intellectual sport like I enjoy it as logic and reasoning and fallacies like I enjoy it from that perspective and I I can quite easily detach emotionally from an argument like because to me it's just a debate like I don't really think about it so I don't mind like disagreeing with people as long as it's not an argument do you know what I mean like I've always had that distinction Mm, yeah so that's why I don't mind getting reaction out of people but certainly like when I started to kind of think about this nice girl thing it definitely did like change my views on that and it did make me like less courageous so to speak and less bold which we've talked about before on the podcast Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah and I think it's just kind of sad that like girls kind of have to feel like they have to like I don't know what the word is but kind of dampen down almost how they feel and like just be more like quote-unquote bland than they are just to like be accepted I think it's just it comes with this trope of being ladylike yes that's so true I didn't think like you have to be ladylike you you know you have to sit a certain way in terms of emotion if you think sitting a certain way in terms of emotion like you have to be a certain way you have to act a certain way in order to fit into the category of being a lady right like I every time anyone says the word ladylike I always think of when like my aunts and like grandma and stuff used to be like oh Shreya like sit with your legs closed please like sit with your legs closed Mm -hmm. and it's just really like do you know what I mean it's just so why something about infuriating yeah yeah why do I have to sit like that like Mm -hmm. I understand obviously but like I'm talking like emotionally why do I have to be that certain way why do I have to listen always and why do I have to agree always if I was a boy you wouldn't be saying the same thing to me right now you wouldn't you would just think oh the boys are boys do you know what I mean why can't girls just be girls exactly and it's so like degrading because society has taught us that like femininity is such and like I do believe that gender is such a core part of who you are but like when people call you unladylike or people suggest that you're too bold or you're obnoxious or blah 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 it questions your very identity like it makes you really like go back and reconsider like who are you you know what I mean and growing up like I, I never felt a specific pressure like for being a girl or anything I think I'm quite lucky on that front so like I never really associated me being loud and bold and opinionated as being like unladylike or unfeminine until like I feel like I was around so many people who were like nice girls or who I felt were forcing this politeness and like I completely don't blame them because they're just succumbing to like what is inevitable like they're just succumbing to society's standards like it's impossible to push away society's standards we're not like like we're part of a social structure we're not rebels on the run you know like it's it's impossible to like not give into that so I don't blame exactly yeah but like I did definitely feel it through other people and I think that's like for me that's been the importance of alone time because if I get too caught caught up in other people's like self-perceptions and how they present themselves and insecurities like it's really easy to be imprinted upon as a young woman I agree I agree with that completely it's so hard to like we were saying before in another episode I think being bold and being confident and I don't know, comfortable in the things that you believe and have opinions Mm. on is just seen as being problematic. I can say this truthfully because 
I've grown up in like an Indian community, right? Of, you know, Indian people. Obviously. Yeah. What am I saying? <laughs> right. I've grown up in this Indian community and, you know, Indian culture is very, it's great in many, many ways. But in terms of girls being girls, it's a very set standard. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, obviously, in terms of girls having an education and doing things outside mm-hmm. of housework, those things have, have changed and are now celebrated and encouraged. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But in terms of being confident and, you know, expressing your emotions and thoughts the way that you want to it's Mm. kind of taboo it's like but why don't you just agree like why are you being so Mm. difficult and Mm. I hate that I hate that I can be difficult if I want but to be Mm. honest I'm not really being difficult am I I'm just expressing don't call me yeah that's thing don't call me difficult because I'm not being difficult I'm just expressing my opinion and I always think if a boy said this would you be saying that same thing? No, you wouldn't. You'd just be saying, mm-hmm. oh, that's so that's so intellectual, truly. Mm-hmm. But it's not, though, is it? They're just expressing their opinions, which is the same thing that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And that when I do it, it's problematic. But when they do it, it's... You're fine with that. And yeah. I, just, I hate that double... It's literally just a double standard. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. even when women... Like, even when we grow up and in the workplace, when we stand up for ourselves or when we have a different opinion... It's mm-hmm. just so like, oh my God, why are you being difficult? And I think that's what strays people away from kind of, you know, shouting out their own opinions mm-hmm. is the idea of being rejected and pushed down. Yeah. And like you said, we have this like societal structure we need to fit into nice girl. Otherwise we just don't get anywhere, right? And mm-hmm. I think that for me personally, I will be... I will slip out of that when I feel like it's comfortable for me. Mm. Do you see what I mean? When I think yeah. it can, when I think being a nice girl will work to my advantage, I do it rather than yeah, like sh- giving my opinion and mm. changing kind of societal ideas. Yeah, I just like I'm like oh, but Shreya is now really the time. Like oh. you can, you can do this another time when it's convenient for you. Like, for now, yeah. just do this and it will get you there and then you can do this. But there's really no point in that because it's not changing anything. And I know I don't need to be the face of change. I know that. But, like, <laughs> I can do my part to help. Yeah. And I think that's the problem here. It's, like, everyone feels this way. We're problematic when we know that it can work to our advantage and when we know that there are no kind of repercussions of it. Mm-hmm. And we're nice, girl, when we know that we're in a more weak area mm-hmm. and we know that it's not really going to work out if we're you know you know do you know what I mean like when a group of adults are talking and then they're saying things that you don't necessarily agree with but then you don't want to say anything because if you said something that would be really that would be disrespectful yeah you know this is the thing though is and this is going to get like personal kind of not as related to the topic but I've never felt that like I've always been the person who just goes for it regardless like I don't have the same relationship with arguing or debating or being bold or whatever like I just always just see myself as like fearless in that respect and I just I just do it because I have no not that I don't have a filter but when it comes to things I care about like I don't see why I should be stifled and I refuse I just have always and I've I've never felt like people have been holding me back so I haven't been like rejecting anything it's just been like I feel like I was encouraged to like do that and use my voice and conversation and stuff but 
I felt so stifled by this nice girl thing. And it's not even actively trying to appeal to people and trying to be like, oh, I'm the nice girl. It's not even like an active, you know, attempt at being perceived a certain way. It's more just like, I feel rude if I don't do it. And because I've just seen it, for me, it all comes back to seeing other people do it and to like being a creature of habit and a creature of, you know, like, I don't know, it's easy to be imprinted upon. And for me, that's really where it comes, like, that's what it comes down to, which I guess is maybe a good thing because it means that I can, like, work backwards and reverse it. And I definitely am working on it. But it's more of, like, I just, it's literally the oppressor of young women. Like, and it frustrates me to yeah. think. And it's, like, you know, like, we're not, you know, it's not a law that needs changing. It's not a petition you can sign. It's just an unspoken thing. And that's yeah. why it's so difficult to, um, because it's not anything tangible. It's just like a feeling. Yeah, exactly. And it's a feeling that some people validate and others don't. So yeah. really, it's like, there's no democracy within it either. You can't win. Yeah, Exactly. You can't win. Exactly. And it's crazy because, I mean, both of us have come from like, both sets of parents are just so incredibly encouraging. And like, yeah. I can say this for myself, like my parents are just always... I I like to be confident and I think a lot of that has come from my parents and they fueled that completely and me you know taking opportunities that I can and you know whenever I can because you know mm-hmm. it's hard being a brown gal mm-hmm. sometimes and like you know when race does come into play you need to take the opportunities that you can get and I know it's you know I haven't faced much of it Mm-hmm. but like when it does come into play it's hard do you know what I mean yeah and you and know what? that's why it's so much more important to like take the opportunities that you get and take the chances that you get and that's why I think I'm confident it's because I'm like if I don't take this opportunity then maybe I won't get it maybe it'll go to someone else and I like take the opportunities that I get and my parents are so like supportive in that sense mm-hmm. and I think that this nice girl thing just comes into play sometimes and I'm like mm. well people it's- not like me if I do that like will, yeah. will that seem will that be really will I be you know representing my entire like, culture and race yeah. if I do this do you know what I mean uh-huh definitely I think like mm, I don't know I think that's the race thing is definitely an important thing to take into account especially like intersectional feminism I'm completely in support of that like it's so important to take into account other factors because it makes things harder for people or easier for people based on like other aspects of who you are so I completely like see why that would you know come into the kind of scenario you're talking about yeah. like I absolutely agree like I feel like I've had very like parents who are very encouraging and I've taken all the chances I've got but I never thought of it as like a, oh there might be limited chances for me I think because I'm like I was raised I have two brothers and I always think about like how that would impact things and like Shreya for context has a sister so like yeah I feel like obviously because you grew up in like a predominantly female household like it was very empowering in that sense you know that you oh, have like a sister. absolutely it's yeah always always my dad is a girl dad and like he's <laughs> it's, we like you can tell like when you come into the house it's us that make, we make the decisions do you know what I mean and it's like it's such a good feeling because I know that it's not like that in a lot of households mm-hmm. and it's just it's just funny it's just funny hey, it's, it's, like, it's funny I, I'm, yeah. I'm really glad that like that's the situation you're in and it's lovely um, but I feel like for me, like, because I've grown up with brothers, 
it's also been empowering in the sense that I've never felt I was treated any differently to them. And so I've never even learned to make that distinction between like me and them and blah, blah, blah. And going to like, we go to an all girls school, that adds a layer as well, because I've never been like, oh, maybe the boys are smarter or like, maybe they deserve to be this. Like, I've, we've never felt that inequality that might come into place in the work in the workplace in the future so like I feel we feel I think as a you know uh, a school like more inclined to like fix those problems because like we're like this is we can recognize that it's not right like I feel like in more like mixed gender situations it might be difficult to even realize that this is wrong and to take that's the thing it's like a lot of people like you just said grow up and I I've seen it happen Mm -hmm. but in situations where like there'll be like a brother and a sister and the brother is just treated in a completely different way as if he has more opportunities open to him more potential greater ability and it's just so they put no like kind of worth or not but I guess hope on the girl oh wow right do you see what I mean and it's 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 horrible but they've grown up with it so they almost think it's normal Mm-hmm. do you know what I mean and it's yeah. it's so sad and I think that's why we're so lucky is because like I said like my parents have always been so supportive and like mm-hmm. go ahead do what you want like make sure you do it right and be confident and take the opportunities right and even in our schools in general we have yeah. equal opportunities it's honestly so empowering go being in a room full of girls and just like you know like when we have because we have enrichment in our school and so we have this we have a politics class yeah right and it's so empowering like just being in a room full of girls and like just talking and I think we did touch on like if there were boys in the class and how that would change yeah, the dynamic and honestly it's I just think it's great I love it mm. I it's so it changes our dynamic completely to see like you and your friends and it, it doesn't cross our minds like honestly until right now when we've been reflecting on it it hasn't crossed my mind that like it could be any other way like if I have an opinion of course I'm going to share it I don't really care what anyone else thinks you know and there have been moments where I've in any such social situation particularly where I've zipped into this nice girl suit and that always is the worst version of me like I always regret it and that kind of sense of regret is starting to catch up with me. And I'm starting to be like, okay, you need to really get this under control now. Because, you know, like, we have bigger things coming our way. Like, we're going to be going to uni, looking at jobs, blah, blah, blah. And it's just not fair that we can have to be pushed back or pulled back, rather, by this nice girl thing. And it's a facade. Like, that's not who I am. And it's okay if I'm a little, like, spiky. It's okay if I have an edge or whatever. Like, I don't have to be all soft all around. Um and the thing you said particularly about wasted potential like really hit me because that's so tragic like it's literally the thief of potential and it It feels like the modern day witch trials like if you're not this lovely nice girl then everyone's like oh she's blah blah blah. and yeah and I think the thing is like I've never even experienced people being like oh she's got a big mouth she's people have never said that to me like I'm Mm. that um and I, I don't know if that's the same for you. Like, I'm not sure what your experience is with that. But oh, absolutely, yeah. Like, people have always been, been polite and accepting and encouraging of me being the way I am. But I still that fear that looms over me just from seeing other people be scared of it. I've adopted that fear. And But I think I wanted to bring up this topic just because 
I was thinking about it last week and I had this epiphany of like this is like me trying to fit into this little like very straight edge you know nice girl suit is absolutely the worst version of me it's not authentic it's not fun to be in like it feels restricting and I'm over it so I'm gonna take a pledge to throw away my nice girl suit I'm over it I'm done it's Um, honestly so restricting I completely agree with you I completely agree and the thing is this whole like me thinking that I'm being problematic is an idea I have genuinely I built up in my head and Mm -hmm. I also like it's also from what I'm seeing do you know what I mean like I'll get like at you know in different social situations I have heard people saying about other people oh my god like she has a big mouth yeah yeah Mm. and what like that that kind of thing scares me that honestly scares me Mm. I've not seen it like it's never been something that's pushed me in terms of my background or like my family or anything but I've definitely seen it in social situations and if anything please just have a spine for the sake of not missing out on opportunities because you will you will I mean we've all been there we've all been there I have absolutely missed out on opportunities just because I didn't speak out about something Mm -hmm. it's the worst thing in the world because you're to blame yeah 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 you regret it and I think regret like we talked about this before as well and I think regret feels very very personal because there's something that you could have done to change that Mm -hmm. and it's so so hard to like rectify the situation almost just if anything in your future life if you do not learn how to grow a spine and like talk out and speak out about in important situations it will affect you in I mean I'm no one to speak because I'm just I'm honestly I've done this before yeah well I know I know this it will affect me Mm -hmm. if I keep like if I go down that path if I slip into nice girl like you were saying, if I slip into nice girl, it will affect me when I have a job. It will affect me in my career. It will affect me inevitably in my future, in some way or another, if I don't speak out, if I don't feel comfortable speaking out. Yeah. Like, okay. you will miss out on opportunities. And the regret that you feel from that is unparalleled. It's awful. It's horrible. And it's literally in the back of your mind, you feel the weight on your shoulders. It's awful because it, you can't escape your own mistakes. And this is just a way of minimizing mistakes and maximizing boldness for me and um it's just a new way of life that I need to adopt I think I've had I've always had a spine um but I feel like I've had I have a fractured spine that's kind of where I'm at my spine has been kind of beaten by my own fear and and through adopting my the fear from other people you know it's and it's a thing that gets around so that's what I'm conscious of as well is I don't want to pass that on to my sister or your sister, or people, anyone else. So I feel like it's important that we discuss it and that I'm trying my best to, like, demonstrate, you know, like, to be the leader in that sense. Because, again, we talked be about... Be a good role time. model. Yeah, like, we talked about this last time. If no one else is creating the safe space with a good, comfortable environment to be yourself in, then you have to be that person. You There's no point waiting. You create it for yourself. There is no going back. I yeah. have a younger sister, and if she, like, you know, if she doesn't have a spine... I will blame myself. I truly will. Because mm-hmm. there are things, obviously there are things that you can't control, right? But then yeah. the support that you get from the people that you love and the people that you grow up with, the people that you look up to, is just, there's nothing better than that. Because it makes you feel safe. It makes you feel comfortable mm-hmm. in stepping out of your comfort zone, right? Yeah. And like, it's something that you need, you need to teach the people that 
look up to you if you do have any siblings you do have people that look up to you please do teach that because it's it's so so important and I mean it's hard because both of us we slip into the nice girl we both we struggle it's it's a hard thing to step out of but Mm -hmm. I know what you're saying about having this mind and I think I feel like I'm growing mine if that makes sense and I feel like I'm becoming more comfortable and I don't know I don't know I really see that with you and it's a complicated nuanced conversation and it deals with self-worth and it deals with oh my gosh uh, misogyny internalized misogyny and like subtle misogyny in society and it's so many things like it deals with all the complicated issues within yourself that like take a while to form and that's why so many of us grow up without a spine and it kind of starts to emerge during your teen years um but yeah for me like it's a weirdly wistful situation because I feel like I really had it and now I really don't well you know like I've definitely worked I'm working on it and I'm, I'm like halfway there but yeah it's just for me it's a case of emotional renaissance and getting back the things I think I had and I don't if you've been listening if you're an avid listener you probably have seen this theme for me a lot like I'm constantly like I had it and now I don't like you know and it's just a part of growing up um but I really did want to talk about that and get it off my chest so I want you especially if you're like a young woman to take this pledge with me Shreya take this pledge with me as well to like throw out and burn our nice girl suits and just be authentic and if you are authentically just a nice girl you're pretty easygoing that's fine just embrace yeah that's the thing you know it's not it's not about becoming like rebellious like, yeah that's not what it, it, like we're not saying be rebel. rebellion here yeah this is just just like, say what you think do you know what i mean obviously not if it's gonna hurt uh, not in like an insulting yeah. way right but yeah. like i want to be clear that don't be insulting but like do you know what i mean i feel like the people you guys know like you understand what i'm saying just have the confidence and the like feel like you have the freedom to say what you want and like express your opinions because you honestly if you start thinking you have the freedom you will eventually have it like we all all will if Mm -hmm. we start like fitting more into confidence and speaking your opinions it will everyone will fit into that groove yeah it will happen fake it literally literally yeah yeah. I love I really do love that message and like if that's all you take away from this whole episode like that's something that I really want yeah put on to there is one more little thing that we can add into the end of this episode that I really think fits the theme and that is being basic this is just going to be a mini little segment that we want to talk about Mm -hmm. here is my this is my thesis this is how it always starts is I say a topic (laughs) I say my thesis and then I actually take control (laughs) but my thesis is like the idea of being basic is so villainized, especially, but only, for, not only for, but particularly for young women. And it's like, you're, she's basic, you're basic. Like, it's like a little, like, weird social slur, even. Like, it's like, <laughs> yeah. It's an insult. It's like a really watered down, like, it's a, <laughs> It just sounds like an insult. Like, it's it, just, like... yeah. But that just comes from, like, teenage girls have it so hard and like I know I'm a teenage girl and I'm complaining for myself and for my friends and for everyone I know who's a teenage girl but it's like anything we like is not okay anything we want to yeah. do is not okay anything like we can't win and anything that we do like is villainized and made to be basic and plain and boring blah 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 um and yeah so being basic is so villainized and people try to escape being basic by being edgy or e-girl and then they get called basic and then like everywhere you run is basic and I just feel like my thesis on this like my personal opinion is just that 
I don't care if I'm basic. Like, I want to be basic. I think genuinely, like, the people I'm surrounded with, like, I think girls are amazing. I think girls are clever and intelligent, smart and courageous and, like, support each other. And we're so, like, my support system of girls around me is, like, amazing. And and I see that with my younger sister, too. Like, there's such a sisterhood bond between girlfriends, like, friends who are girls. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, we have a loyalty like no other. It's literally an unbroken, like, oath at this point. Yeah. And it's beautiful. And I, I love, like, being feminine. I, I just love the fact that, like, I go to an all-girls school. That The, like, atmosphere is so amazing. Um, and I just don't see why being like other girls would be a bad thing. And this does lead back to the whole I'm not like other girls trend. Because I'm like, I am like other girls. And what? So what? I love yeah. being like other girls. Because other girls are amazing. And it's just internalized misogyny. Anyway, take no, the stage. This is literally <laughs> just the nice girl thing. This is the nice girl thing. It's like, I... Like, what is not like other girls, though? Like, what is... What What are you characterizing girl, Not character... Categorizing yeah. girls as? If I am not like other... Like, what is girls, then? Girls. Yeah. Girls. Um, if you're saying that we're amazing, then yeah, I am like them. And if you're not, like, that's how I define girls, so I'm fine with it. Yeah, like, I actually don't care. Like, I am a girl. Like, I'm crypto. That's to be expected that I am like other girls. Exactly. Like, like I'm I'm a gal. I'm yeah. very much proud of it. I'm very much, like, growing into the confidence and hoping to, like, you know, come out of this, like, societal structure that we've formed yeah. for ourselves. I just think, like, well, not formed for ourselves, other people have formed for us, that's what I should say. But, like, do you know what I mean like being basic is not a bad thing it's basic for a reason Mm -hmm. like we say that's about being cliche like it's cliche for a reason I so agree with that that's something I've loved is like those live love laugh signs are cliche for a reason because they're true like 35 year old mothers are saying these things because they're true because they're lived and learned experiences exactly Um, exactly um, yeah I I just don't see what's so like villainous about being basic and I call myself basic all the time and we call each other basic all the time and it's true like I'm like I'm just basic but it's cute no because what are you gaining from being different like okay if you'll be if you are different quote-unquote then if you're being authentic and if you're being true to yourself then that's fine but Mm -hmm. if you are not basic I shouldn't even use that if you are being like again quote-unquote basic basic, then we need to like destigmatize the word yeah that's why I use it that's what I'm saying no but if you are being basic if you're being authentic and true if you are being real and if that is you then I don't see how it's it's not basic to you then is it exactly it's not like oh I'm just being plain it's like this is what feels right to me it seems happens to feel right for everyone else or a lot yeah exactly exactly because if you are being yourself I'm sorry you're not being basic Mm -hmm. if that is who you are you're not being basic you're being true to yourself and you're being authentic and you're being real so yeah and it's um it's just like you know human needs go like food water shelter and then like basic fitting in like that is literally a human need is like needing to fit into a group society like having uh what's the word like a pack you know and so especially as teenagers like our like pack needs so to speak are at their absolute highest like it's to be expected that we're going to flock and copy each other and do all these things and that's okay and that's normal and you should be allowed to do that while you figure out who you are and if you are being authentic and this feels right to you in the moment like it's perfectly fine and it's fine to take off the nice girl suit and um be who you are and again cliche but true so 
No, yeah. I, I, I completely agree. Yeah. I agree with everything. Just literally be yourself, express yourself the way that you want to, as long mm-hmm. as it doesn't, like, you know, oh. harm or insult. Not insult. Mm-hmm. It's inevitably, you know, insult in the sense that it doesn't personally hurt anyone's feelings. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You can offend people, you can't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just express yourself, be yourself. It sounds all very like cliche. We're, sound, we're both sounding like fortune cookies right now. There's really no point denying it. We all know that it's true. But so, um, yeah, that's our message. That's our final message. Join us in our pledge to throw away and burn our lifestyle suits. Yes. Genuinely, Shreya, are you up for it? Like, I need to do this. Are you kidding? Of course I'm up for it. <laughs> Woo! Imagine if I went, no, Luge, not up for it. <laughs> insert applause. <laughs> I just please insert applause here. Yeah. Um, I, it's fine. We're all, we all need to do it. We just need to start. Yeah. Once we start, we'll be fine. We'll Woo! Be fine. I feel really, like, alive and empowered and, like, yeah. I feel like I need to get that off my chest. So, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, guys. We always appreciate it. We always and- do. Go ahead and follow our Instagram. Get coffee mob because I put a lot of effort into the stories. Also, before we finish, we are going to be starting the TikTok very, very soon. And yeah. if you follow the Instagram, then you'll find out what the TikTok is, won't you? So mm-hmm. it's like yeah. a two-step authentication of like our <laughs> authentication of our fans. Um, <laughs> and then when you follow the TikTok, you'll get the fan club link. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much <laughs> for listening and join us next time. We love you. Bye. We love you. Bye. Bye.